The Ring Fanatics podcast, episode number 48. This is Nick Joel. Couldn't make it on today. I'm your host. Uh, today's episode, we will be doing uh, the 2021 AEW All Out Predictions episode, but I am not alone. I am joined by the host of the Off the Top Ropes podcast, the one and only Blackheart. What's up, man? How you been? Man, what's going on, man? Uh, thank you for having us on your podcast, man. I'm a huge fan. I'm a huge fan of you guys. I'm a huge thank fan you. of your content. And um, yeah, you and many other podcasters that people into every every week. And see, I got you, you know, man. <laughs> and see what they got in store for me. See what thoughts. Exactly. Yeah, see what exactly. thoughts the minds out there. Exactly. I'm, I'm a big fan of your show, too. So thank you. Thank you. Um, you're welcome. You're welcome. Uh, so as I told you before we recorded, I have the card right in front of me. I'm just going to go down one by one. We just give our thoughts and predictions on who we're going to win that match. Um, so the first match that I see here from the list is the buy-in for the pay-per-view. It's the 21-woman casino battle royal where the winner will face the, will get a AEW Women's Championship opportunity. Uh, the participants, just in case if you didn't know, are Nyla Rose, Thunder Rosa, The Bunny, Big Swole, Julia Hart, uh, wow, big list. Ty Conti, Diamante, Penelope Ford, Red Velvet, Hukaru Shida, Emi Sakura, Jade Cargill, and Kira Hogan. Um, with eight people left to go in Battle Royal. But as of right now, this is when we recording this on Wednesday afternoon, so they may be more added later on tonight on Dynamite. Between the people who are already announced for this match, uh, the people I just read off, who do you have winning this match? Well, I would definitely gotta say, well, until with the other names are released, that probably give me a little bit of extra thinking. I would definitely say number one would have to be Thunder Rosa. Number one would wow. definitely have to be Thunder Rosa because let's not sleep, y'all. Y'all know that Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker rivalry before yeah. Britt had won the title, and you know they're going to start expanding that storyline, the second oh, yeah, part sure. of that, you know, to really enhance Thunder Rosa now as the baby face. Of the women's division, but more with the top baby face now. So yeah, I can definitely see that happen. Um, I definitely will want to see Tay Conti win. That'd be my second choice. But my dead last one, if all else fails, maybe Jay Cargill. That's Somewhere what I was thinking too. That's what I was. I was yeah. thinking Jay Cargill would be my number one pick because I feel like she's she. Well, the well, the thing is with these battle royals that they do on pay per views is like they usually <laughs> do them like right away, like within a short amount of time after the pay-per-view happened. So if they're really like thinking about doing this match, really, really want to put a Thunder Rosa or a Jay Cargill and have like a short storyline with it, or do you like, would you, you know what I mean? Cause like, I think the last time it was jungle boy that won the battle Royal and his match was like three weeks later. And then the thing that before that Scorpio sky won the ladder match and he had his TNT championship match to the week following. So mm-hmm. I don't know if like, if the whoever wins this match is going to get it right away, or is it probably going to be for the next pay per view? We don't know. But if it is, if they do have a plan for you know doing it for the next pay per view, I would one hundred percent say either Jade Cargill or my second option would be Thunder Rosa. Um, right. But like I said, there are eight unknown superstars in this match. Mm-hmm. Who do you have? Like, if you were to guess, like who would join in the match as a surprise entrant? Who would you have entering? Oh, in? Yes. Oh, Debbie Ruby Soho is going to make her debut oh, definitely, on yeah. the roster. And you might never know because of the working relationship between yeah. Impact and New Japan, the AAA. You might never know. The mother squash can be filled by some other people that we don't even think about. 
Oh, yeah, so yeah, for sure. That's another reason why that I sit back and I'm like, think about it. New people that's coming to Impact, they can start off there and they go over to Impact and start working that weekly tapings. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's one way of looking at it. But another way of looking at it is if you got to look at the talent that's left. And then, like you just said earlier, whoever the winner of these uh, Battle Royals would normally get their, their title match within like three weeks, you got to look at a lesser star that's going to take over that role. And that's why I say Tay Conti would have to be number two because Dark Order right now is kind of lost in the mix. They kind of make it seem like it, it, they're about to disband. Yeah. But, you know, with the whole um, Bray Wyatt character that's still out there, that's especially that's going to come in, is going to try to be the leader again or because of who? Brody Lee. So that's going to coerce them to come back together in full force and a whole other gimmick makeover. Um, so for right now, there's probably just a fill in some space for her. And, you know, she has gotten better, uh, especially yeah. cleaning in the Nightmare Factory and all that stuff for the last several months. So and you can see that kind of transgression over into her performances. So I think they're going to try to give her the shot in the arm and be like, hey, um, you're going to be built up to be another baby face, but another, like, top upper echelon mid-car baby face because yeah. that's, that's what the hell that they want. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, it's, it's definitely... Uh, her time. I feel like she should have gotten the chance for the championship beforehand, because she has been like from the moment she set foot in AEW till now. It's like it's she progressed heavily, you know, yeah. from someone who was in NXT not getting much time. And I'm glad she got a release from NXT. She was the one that was looking forward to improving a lot, and she has. Uh, yeah, I said the same thing too. I was like, they dropped the ball on many few of them, um. From the women's division to the men's division that went over to AEW, and they are doing what they they are really harvesting their true craft and talent into is trying to help and nurture these stars. And not to say you got this much time to do it, then you got to send you out there on television. Yeah, yeah. So I will. I I wouldn't be surprised if she won the match. Um, she definitely could be a favorite. I don't mm-hmm. think it'll be. I don't think we're definitely going to see some surprises, but I don't think any of those surprises are going to win it. Maybe nah. you don't know. That's that's the fun part about it. Anybody could be in it. Um, like you said, the, the impact in New Japan, the, the Forbidden Door stuff. Anyone can come in from any company. Doesn't have to be like a debut or like a recently released superstar. So that, yeah. that's what makes it interesting too. Um, one person I had in mind since you brought about the Dark Order was Anna J coming back. Um, Ooh. She You're is right. someone that, yeah. So it's she's someone that like not a lot of people thought of. Like, okay, maybe she will return and probably help or something yep. like that. Um, yep, yep. I, I originally thought of Awesome Kong, but then she retired this past weekend. So definitely, uh, and you gotta give her roses, yeah. man. Awesome Kong retirement, retiring at the Empower Empower pay per view the yeah. past weekend. For those of you that did not see it, please please go watch that clip. Please go exactly. watch that event. Support support the NWA. Exactly. And she was technically part of the AEW roster, so I hope they do something for her tomorrow too. If if she's not in the match at all, um, so that'd be cool if like they did something for her. But yeah, mm-hmm. my pick for this battle royal would definitely be uh, Jade Cargill number one and number two Thunder Rosa. You had Thunder Rosa number one, you said. I had, yeah, I had Thunder, I had Thunder Rosa number one. I had Toy, I had Tay Conti at number two, and then I had uh, Jade Cargill at number three, just in case if all else failed. Okay, I see that. Those are great picks. Great picks. So next match on the card is Pack versus Andrade El Idolo in a singles match. 
you know, this past this whole this that match. Oh my god! Like I'm that exact. I didn't want to let the emotions go, but that reaction is how I feel right now. Every time I think about that, it's insane how great of a match this will be. Like people are sleeping on it. People are sleeping on it, but like I think it's going to be a hell of a match. Um. Yeah. Who do you got Let's on top see. of this one? Who do you got for this one? I know this has been they made that announcement the... for this match. But they made that announcement for this match. Exactly how my hands were just a few seconds ago. I was like that watching my TV screen. I was like, yes. <laughs> Finally, we I'm like, yo, listen, we get uh, listen, we get Andrade's first match. But Park has been there for a while now, anyway. So I guess this is what they needed how the, how they would say give him the kickstart. That yeah. he needs to kind of like you know go back and get that hunger of being the singles competitor, and you know time for him to start going through this over the championship now. So I think this would be much needed for him to actually do that. And according to the storyline, you know, what I'm saying like it's all it's all gonna mess because these two, I think the styles is just gonna mess so well in that yeah. ring. You know, I just feel like people don't understand what they got in their hands just because they may not be. Top echelon stars. It doesn't mean they're not going to be the top performers of, of that card to steal the whole show. Yeah, that's going to be one of the matches that's going to steal the show. And to be honest with you, this is I mean, this is this is going to be Andrade's night. He needs yeah. his dub uh, debut wise. Um, but then again, just to try to show a prime example to the Lucha Bros that yo, if I can beat your leader, what the hell makes you think that you can actually you know say with yeah. me? You know what I'm saying? So. This is going to tie into the story very well, so I'm going to drive it for the one. Yeah, me too, man. I, I was going to say that the storyline is definitely going to lead to something because yeah. um, AAA happened not too long ago. The Triple Mania happened not too long ago, and uh, Joel and I were talking about it, and it's like they, uh, Lucha Brothers, are the AAA Tag Team Champions. And mm-hmm. Andrade had a match for the AAA World Championship that night, but she didn't win, but it would be it would have been cool if they all had the championships and then eventually at all out the Lucha Brothers turn on Pac and then join Andrade and become a group themselves. Um because hmm. I think Andrade had said in the past before his WWE release that like he wanted to do like a like a a modern version of the LWO, the Latin Latin World Order. Oh yeah. Um, I think that would have been something that would be interesting to see now. And, and I don't know if it's gonna be called the LWO, but it'll Probably be something similar oh. to that. Yeah, um, nah, which, they, yeah, they're not gonna go out to a copyright name like that, especially when you know the big guy, this yeah. man, got whatever owns all properties of former WCW shit. More than likely, Tony's not gonna want to pay that little chunk of change to try to keep that name and help him. I'm like, nah, that's just giving Vince more ways to bleach your account dry because you guys want to do this so bad. This is the reason why many people may hate Vince. But you got to respect the fact that, okay, you want this trademark property, how much you want to pay for it? Yeah. And yeah. then he could just say, fuck it, I'm going to use your money to do something over here. You know what I'm saying? So, but I can see, I mean, I can see that. I can see that happening. I can see that eventually, eventually slowly yeah. soon it's starting to happen. Then you see Pac either going completely solo or you're going to see him taking up two young stars a AEW, I would say like a Daniel Gar like, like a Daniel Garcia would be one person I would say if he had to restart a new stable over, grab that motherfucker up because yes. he's the one that I said I said in my podcast the other day, 
underline his name, Daniel Garcia, because he's going to surprise a lot of you guys. Oh, yeah. And sure. a lot of matches that you're going to pit him against, why does he remind me of Timothy Thatcher a lot? And yes. I said to myself, oh, my God. They got old Timothy Thatcher here. It's like, imagine <laughs> Timothy Thatcher that's, a, that's a great comparison, too. That's a great comparison. It's the possibility just run wild with that. Yeah, that's a great comparison. I wouldn't have thought of uh, Thatcher because he does have that technical side to him, and it's cool. Mm-hmm. But, like, it's like a young that's the person that I know is because I'm a huge Timothy Thatcher fan myself. So I see Daniel, Gar- Daniel Garcia's first match, and I said, his style is so damn familiar, but yeah. his style is a lot of respect. Especially for a guy of his size, he's like, you know what, don't let the size fool you, speech. Yeah. So that, 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 that's definitely something I could see happening. I mean, hopefully, it's definitely going to lead to... Like, I don't know how soon you would have this Lucha Brother uh, heat of turn and join on Dry Day, but it may not have happened this weekend. But yeah. if anything, it's definitely, I, it definitely will happen before the year, uh, before the year end. Yeah. I, oh, yeah. Would, I would solely believe. Yeah. I mean, like, like I said before, like, if Andrade would have won the Triple A championship, then yeah, it probably would have made sense if it would happen soon. But because of that, I think they might just wait, like, you know, because they all have the Triple A championships. They're mm-hmm. they trying to wait for that match against Omega again first, then maybe have that that group align, yep. and hopefully have like a three on three. Definitely, Pack is gonna definitely have the, his own new faction because of that. Now, um, Daniel Garcia would be a great pickup um, if he doesn't align himself with the uh, two point again. But I think Dan, oh my god, Daniel Garcia! I, I I never really watched too many of his matches until he joined Dynamite, and then mm-hmm. after a few matches, I'm like, shit, this guy is good. Yo, we'll also check out. We'll also check out the matches that he uh, he that he did on AEW Dark before he got went off with it to Dynamite. It was on the television for the last like couple of weeks, and then you're saying to yourself, "You're like, who is this kid?" Yeah, and then you want to know more, and then you start following him more. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So I thought about that for like a little while, and I said, "Imagine him, Parker, one other person that got that rough edge, but that needs guidance." And pack and be like that. I mean, be like that violent leader and shit like that. I can yeah. see that. Happening. Like I wasn't really a big fan of. That'd be another trio just in case this rumor is true about the whole trio championships. So if that comes into fruition, that yeah, you still got another team right here, and you got some young stars. Yeah, I mean, I was never really a big fan of Death Triangle. I mean, the name sounds cool, but mm-hmm. like the group themselves are like, okay, I don't. Why is Pack with Lucha Brothers? You know what I mean? That doesn't seem right. Even right. though like they're they're they they both have the edgy style to them, but like they don't you know I didn't really fuck with it that well that well because because culturally difference yeah because they're both culturally differences so they so they're not gonna match that's why when you see a Charlie came in and he wants the Lucha Bros everybody was like Ooh, that's a great yeah. fit because number one the history with um with them at AAA. And then the history with them itself, just as like the independence and then going through that whole, because a lot of people don't understand. A lot of these wrestlers that's on AEW had known each other from way before. Yeah. Back in the days and shit like that. So when so so that they come here, man, it's just like riding a damn bicycle when it comes to working with these guys. Yeah. So a lot of people got to understand that. Yeah, I agree with that. Um. So yeah, I mean, it would be cool to see them together. Um. The trio of championships, ooh, I'm excited to see that one. That's something that I've wanted to see for a while, mainly because of the amount of factions they have. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that, yeah, definitely. So who do you, you got Andrade winning this match? I got Andrade winning this match. And same here, same here. I got Andrade too. Um, next match I see on the card. This is an interesting one. A feud that's been going on for a while now. Chris Jericho versus MJF. 
in a singles match, but if Jericho loses, he must l- stop wrestling from AEW. Um, oh, so what, what do you, what do you, what, what are your thoughts on this whole feud? Did you like it from the start? Or did you were a they, fan of this? They copied and pasted this whole Roman Reigns that if I go win at SummerSlam, then, then, then I would get WWE speech. So I'm like, wait, you're going and you're tuning into the other channel and you're saying, oh, this is what I need that we got to do for Chris Jericho. What? <laughs> Stop it. Hold on for a second. And I'm like, wait, 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 wait. We just literally just seen this shit last week that gave away the whole, you know, they gave away the whole ending when it came to that SummerSlam main event. So thank God. So thank God for that match. Um, when it comes to that. So when I seen this, I, I was I was like, why are they doing this? Number two, the whole five labels of Jericho thing, it was it was okay, but I just think the order that they did the matches, they fucked that whole thing up. I was in the Nick, I, I was in the Nick Gage match for the fourth labor. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Drew Two can still be number one. Wardlow can be number two. You go from a cruiserweight to a heavyweight or a super heavyweight. Then you do whatever match involving MGF as a special enforcer. Then you bring out Nick Gage in the death match, trying to beat that man down. So whether he comes into the next, the Labor Five, which if that would have been still the MJF match right there, at least he could have sold his injuries a lot more effectively to the point where he went through four labors, being improved. The last one really took a number out of him. So MJF should have some type of easy-ass momentum match when it comes to that. But somehow, he could have still lost. But then yeah. again, what does AEW's new model trying to do? Trying to get the young stars over. Yeah. So MJF, of course, is going to be Mr. Untouchable. And... um I mean, if you would have said like a like one out of ten, I'd probably give the whole thing like a seven and a half. Okay, because I was I was thinking the same thing. I feel like they did the they did the five labors of Jericho too early, to yes. where like the the like out the MJF match happened already, and I was getting another shot at at MJF. Then it's like he just, he just had one. At least they, they, they at least should have waited for the fifth labor to happen at all out. That's what I thought was gonna happen. Right, then, yeah, that's what I thought I, too. I, I agree with you saying, like, oh, they, they probably the reason why they probably did that so early was that, like, oh, they needed like MJF to have his match the week after, so he's still beat up and bruised from going up against Wardlow. Um, mm-hmm. and then I thought the, the fifth one should have had, um, because technically this is the sixth one, even though they aren't calling it the sixth labor of Jericho, it technically is the sixth one if you think about it, but like, yeah. But like they at least should have had the fifth one at all out to where he couldn't use the Judas effect, and if he loses, he can't wrestle anymore in AEW. So that way, they could have used that same stipulation for the fourth one against Warlow. Okay, yeah. you can't come out to Judas effect. You can't do after that. So we're coming to the fifth labor. It could have been that final, the final act at all out. If that could have been what we see right now. The whole thing, yeah. so this would have been included after six match. This would be truly the fifth and yeah. last year. Yeah, because yeah, so I, I thought, I thought the last one stipulation to another match before that, they could have saved that whole thing, and that would have been just fine. Yeah, I would agree with that too. I mean, I thought it was weird how they just randomly transitioned that in, but like again, we don't know. It may, it may seem like yes, I know they're 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 known for just putting the young stars over because I had MJF two winning it, mm-hmm. but at the same time, um. This might I, I'm I'm gonna go with Jericho for this one. I'm gonna go with Jericho. I think he's gonna 
get the win over him and Ashley because they didn't say that he couldn't use the Judas effect. He said he, he could still use it, so maybe this time he will use it and win. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though it probably wouldn't be the best decision to have MJF lose. Um, so I, I'm gonna go with Jericho. I think he's gonna still wrestle for a little bit, but it did find it. I did find it odd a little bit how like the rest of the inner circle like haven't been doing like things together. And he had Santana and Ortiz still feuding with FTR. Yeah, Sammy Guevara. That's, that's what to come to a close tonight. Yeah. Sammy Guevara is somewhere in the mess with I me mean, with Sean Spears, but then. You kind of can see where they're about to take him. They're about to take him really into that solo babyface yeah. role as time goes on with Jericho being out of action. He's going to fill in that void. So I think they're priming that up too. So yeah. I think they're I think they're slowly preparing for life after the inner circle and where and where these guys are or where these guys are going to go. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So I think right now they're trying to figure that out before they even pull the trigger and be like, okay, Jericho will have to lose. You know, yeah. that's going to be a sad, sentimental moment in the people. The crowd will start crying, and you got, and they can sell it and really be like, oh, wow, this is really Jericho's last, Jericho's yeah. last match. Like, really Played to the crowd, and they did it the right way. Yeah. Like, if he does lose, though, that probably wouldn't sink into me yet that he, that would be his last match until probably after. Cause like sometimes. Right. And, then, and then for um, me, I'm thinking like his last match should be by revolution time. So that's next year. Yeah. That should be definitely where he should be saying, "Okay, I think I done. I think I done everything that I could. I still got this Fozzie tours to do, and I still and I still have a life at home. So yeah. I done everything that I'm capable of doing." He only signed a three year contract when he came to 2019, and people have to remember that yeah. when he first um signed for when we first signed for AEW. So that's about to expire. Yeah. So he true. got so he got options on the table right now. Yeah. Yeah, that is true. I mean, who knows? Maybe I could definitely see him just doing something backstage. Maybe doing developmental stuff, like helping the young guys wrestle. And it'll be cool. Like you mentioned, like, maybe the, the life after Inner Circle. Who knows? Maybe Sammy Guevara may be the new leader of the Inner Circle. Because we also haven't seen uh, Jake Hager in a while either, which is kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, hopefully they'll do something. I mean, eventually with the Inner Circle, they definitely have something lined up for them, even if Jericho loses, probably. Um, yeah, yeah, but I yeah, but I just have a feeling Jericho's gonna win. He uh, he needs that final reaching that final that final lap and cross that finish line. Saying that he fucking did it, he actually got one over on MGF. And he can lead that ride for Yeah, I mean, because this so that's that's the best way, the best blow off. This is definitely the end of that feud as well. Like, this is yeah. definitely the last one. Then, like after one of the wins, okay, now next. They're officially done and over with. Yep. Because exactly. I like as as much as they do well with with long term long term long term storytelling, this is one of them where it's like okay, this has to end here, or I feel like it's never going to end if they don't. But um, I think this this is going to be the one that they have to finish right now. Um, yeah. So I would yeah. So I guess probably if they have Jericho win, this probably just like okay, I beat MJF. Now we're good. Um, mm-hmm. and that's why I think uh, that's why I think he's going to win this match um, next match I see here on uh, the card is for the TNT championship the one, and also another match I'm excited for Miro will take on Eddie Kingston for the TNT championship match this is a fucking match right here this is a match where I wish let me tell you though 
this is one of the matches that I wish they had a longer time to build up because they, I think they did it like two weeks ago. And then they only had like two episodes of Rampage or Dark, whatever, to really build it up. Mm-hmm. And they didn't really do the promo battles. They've had a few promos, but not enough to be like, yes, I'm excited for this match. But without all that, this is the match, even without like them interacting with, her, with each other, this is the match from like, this is going to go down. They're going to beat the shit out of each other from the start of this match. Who do you got winning this match? Well, first, well, first and foremost, I totally agree with you on this. I feel like this should have had a little bit more built to this. They should have had at least a month's built behind this. Yeah, because you could have primed the TNT. If the TNT title is supposed to be your secondary championship, this should be on the higher echelon of that card. Yeah, so I feel like this is going to be one of like the few matches that's probably going to open up and try to get the crowd to stay the fuck awake before you hit the the Young Bucks and and Lucha Bros match. So I'm kind of iffy about that too. But to see Miro, to see Miro, the transformation that Miro had went through from Coming into AEW to where he to where oh, he yeah. got down. Oh my god, it's fucking fabulous. It is. I don't know shit what no one says, man. I'm like, you know, I'm Team Mirror right now. He's um he's sacrificing all these weaker people to God, and I am God's champion, and I have a hot wife at home, and you know, he's just dropping Easter eggs about what's gonna happen with that. Um, yeah. bringing his wife as the manager, please. I hope that's her. what I'm thinking bring too. Her I think... as the manager, please do not bring her in as a wrestler. We don't need that there. Yeah. Please, Tony Khan, if you actually listen to this, manager, not wrestler, Wanda, yeah. you know, CJ Perry, whatever, please keep her as a manager. Don't have her step a fucking the fucking ring. Don't do what Vince McMahon tried to do with her. And that and that was a fail. Don't yeah. do that. Stick to what the fuck she knows. So I can't wait for when that storyline eventually unravels and then you see that kind of happening. So with Eddie Kingston, I'm like, mm. This could be a hard-hitting motherfucking match. It is. Could go everywhere. Could see tables. You might never know. It could be by tomorrow. I mean, it could be by tonight or by Friday. Whatever. Yeah. Can't really just say, you know what? Let's, you know, you, I mean, like, you know, let's up the end. And, you know, and have something like a hardcore stream. Yes. The whole bar match. Some crazy shit. And then they can really do some big destructive spots. You know Dude. what I'm saying? So, yeah. I'm probably I'm gonna say I'm gonna wait till Friday and see if Eddie Kingston try to throw that little stipulation in it. If he does, that's that's a match I gotta watch out for too. But I got Miro. Miro is not gonna drop that damn belt. He's built that pretty damn powerful with them over there at AEW right now, and they have a good thing with him right now. And I don't think there's another person in the middle of the rank wise that can take that belt off him. It's still it's still look good right yeah, now. I agree. You know what I'm saying? You want to say Jungle Boy, but then again, look at that mirror. He's going to squash you the same way that, that he squashed um, Fuego del Sol a couple of weeks back. I mean, the thing is, though, like, if you, as as great as he's been built up as of late, like, the question is, who's going to stop him? Who's going to stop God's favorite champion? That's the question. But to One, me, two, two words John Moxley. I was thinking, I was going to say Eddie Kingston is the perfect guy to do so. Because if he does do a stipulation for this match, it has to be Eddie Kingston. Because that's his, but, like, advantage. Like, right. His but, hardcore right, match. But, right, but, right. But for the way I'm thinking about it is, imagine after the match, right, Miro's about to get ready to do some crazy-ass 
trying to knock Eddie Commission, Eddie Kingston out of out of commission, right? John yeah. Moxley comes out and makes a save. These two have a stand down. That's when you know the seeds planted right there for Moxley, for Moxley and Miro. Revolution, TNT Championship, and some no holes wide stream match, some shit like that. Oh man, somewhere somewhere around Moxley's um atmosphere, but. Miro still gets the win over him, proving him that he's a badass champion. He's willing to go through anyone, including the top star, to try to prove a point. Yeah, that's something that you can see at a pay per view. I mean, I definitely see the planet at yeah. first, and then let them they nurture and grow through the dynamites, the rampages, so we get the revolution next year. I mean, uh, John Moxley is one hundred and ten percent going to get involved in this match, no matter what. Whether oh, yeah. it's it's either before, during, after, or no matter what it match it is, he's definitely getting involved, and we're definitely going to see him do something. Um, and I hope, yeah, that, that's he's definitely going to set up some type of feud along with, um, with Miro. Because other than that, we already seen Miro beat Lance Archer at Double or Nothing, so that's like the biggest guy they have other than Miro, like physically big. So. That's that's it right there. Unless they have someone outside, unless they happen to sign Braun Strowman, which I highly doubt that's gonna happen. But um, yeah. no, so like I th- think it's gonna be either Kingston or Moxley. So it has to be one of those two. Um, but I I think Kingston. I I love Kingston. I've always thought that he like the amount of work he's put in this past year, uh-huh. past year and a half since he's debuted in AEW, he's put in tons of work. So I think oh, yeah. I think he should get the championship in my opinion. Um, mm. He doesn't have to like beat Miro cleanly. I mean, like Miro's obviously been been dominant. He'd probably take over the match. That's what I'm saying. Like you said before, it's going to be physical. It's going to be a heavy hitting match, and right. it's going to be something that's going to, you know, be like Matt. Like, if every single match on this card, I'm excited for. Like I'm it's really excited. Too big. It's gonna be two big beefy men slapping yeah. me, just trying <laughs> to bruise, chop yeah. each other's chest off, like all crazy shit. So I'm expecting, like you just said, a hard hitting match. And if they do do this and continue on the story, then okay, I can see Eddie Kingston finally getting the big dub by Revolution time. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So at least that builds up. Okay, he can sell his injuries, be off of TV for maybe like a month and like some change. Come back, work. Come back, work his ass off. Go on, you know. Say, start sending messages to Miro. Miro eventually goes on his own separate path, build up his wings. Eventually, they're gonna have to come come back together. Then, boom! That's where Eddie Kingston hits him with the death match, and Miro's going to accept. Then you have round two, set for Revolution for the TD title. And this is when somehow, some way, Eddie Kingston will have to do one big ass. One big ass spot to keep Miro down, and that's what he can win his championship. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, there's no way, like, this is def, even though, like I said before, this is, hasn't really been built up for long, but it's definitely going to continue. Yeah. This is not the end of it, though. It's not like one of those one off rivalries that they do where, like, oh, he loses, next person. Because there's got to be some long term. This is definitely going to be a long term storytelling. Because, like I said, this is literally, like, they've, he, if he could beat up, Lance Archer like he did at Double or Nothing the way he did and handled it, then there's who who's going to be, like I said, who's going to beat him? That's the big question. So if you're going to build up a monster, have some type of person, especially someone like an Eddie Kingston or a John Moxley who specializes in these type of death matches 
hardcore matches, they might as well have one of them beat them because that's the, I think that specific specific match may be the one um, to beat him and to title off him. And, so yeah, I, and that's why I said John Moxley might be the one taking the belt off him because the story that you can use involving Eddie Kingston can extend over to him since yeah. he's two of like the best of friends. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. One feels so the other one will feel it. So the other one will be like, okay, then you want to yeah. pick on someone like him and shit like that? Fine. How about this, Miro? You come face me. You come face John Moxley. Yeah. Just imagine the promo that John Moxley is going to sit on him. And that's when you're going to be like, oh, it's about to go down. And that's why I'm going to be like, yes. Re- <laughs> revolution. I'm like, revolution, Moxley, Miro, Deathmatch, TD Championship. Sign me up. Take, take my money. Take my money. <laughs> Exactly. Yo, man. Yo, man. Take my sixty bucks, man. Just <laughs> exactly, exactly. So I got Eddie Kingston for that match. You got Miro. You said? I got Miro. Okay. I got okay. I got God's favorite champion. God, uh, yeah, you can't bet on God's favorite champion. I got God's favorite fucking champion for that dub, man. He's gonna massacre. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh man, we gotta wait and see. There's gonna be the 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 unpredictable match here. Let's do it. Yeah. So next match on the card. Paul White is returning to the ring against QT Marshall. Are you excited for this? I can tell you're not excited for this match. Do you care about this no, match at all? No, no. No, you don't? No. <laughs> and this this, be a quick this should have been on the goddamn kickoff, okay? That's this what I was thinking, been, too. That's what this should have been on the goddamn buy instead. I mean, yo, I mean, like, listen, I love Big Show Paul White. I mean, I do. We all do. But yeah. at the same time, we know the system of the injuries that have happened. You really brought him in to really do like some like on TV personality, which yeah. I'm okay with that. You know what I'm saying? Like you gotta have some familiar faces, but the transition over to the later career, the later lives, got him, Mark uh, him, um Henry. him, Dustin Rose, Mark Henry doing that type of stuff. So I know they want to try to get one match out, more match under their belt and another company to say that they did something. So I can't knock them for that. But I don't want to see this. Yeah. I don't. I really don't. And then if I really want to see this that bad, put it on a buy-in. Okay? Put this on the buy-in instead. Or bring shit, man. What happened to the tons of indie wrestlers that came in to do them on the TNT Championship Open Challenges? Like, um, like I mean, like Warhorse. Shit yeah. like that. Like, whatever happened to those people coming back? Like, we could have got something different out of this thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not I'm not enthusiastic over this at all. Paul White's gonna give him a couple of choke slams. He's done. Like, yeah. come on, like no, it's just I don't want to see that. Yeah, but I, this is one of the I, I agree with one percent with you. Like, I wasn't too excited for this match as I should have been. Like, it's Paul White. Like, he's not like oh excited. Like, yeah, he's back. Like, you know, like I didn't really care. He's gonna win yeah, anyways. The build up too was lackluster as well. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, they could have made it more like, interesting. I, so I, so I didn't feel like this rivalry matters in this card. Yeah. You know, this was more of a T, I mean, dude, this is more of a TV, I mean, a TV match. Yeah. More than a pay-per-view match to me. Definitely, yeah. That's what I was I thinking. Too. It should have happened. It should have happened either tonight on Dynamite, because it's recorded on Wednesday, uh, either tonight or the following went Dynamite or, on. Or, uh, it, or it just could have been on, um, on, on Rampage the day before. Oh, and exactly. Just start yeah. Off the whole Labor Day weekend, all our events. Why having that match first? And then we'll subject the car, the car subject to change at all out. They're gonna give us a whole other match. Yeah. 
I would, I would be fine with it. Same here, man. I agree with that. I mean, it's not too exciting. But either way, we all this is the predictable one. I think Paul White's going to definitely get the W here. Uh-huh. That was a quick one. We didn't need to go through that one. But yeah. the next, the next match, oh, these matches get better and better as we go along. Like I don't, I, I, I every match I would probably going to say it's going to be match of the night. But I don't know. The Young Bucks will take on the Lucha Brothers for the AEW World <laughs> Tag Team Championships inside a steel cage. Inside a steel cage. Yo, listen. For those of you that do not know, go peep out the all out. I mean, the I mean, was the all out? Yeah, it was the first all out. 2019. Yeah. Where uh, over 2019 when they had the ladder match. Yeah, for the Triple A belts. That was when I became a fan of all four of those guys. Yeah. Hold the fuck away that I said, "Oh my god, Jesus Christ, <laughs> this is like some shit that like a Jeff Hardy fan would have loved to appreciate." Yeah. And I fucking love that match. So to see this happen, I'm like, oh, "This, I'm like, this gotta be the Lucha Bros chance. This it has to be. be. Yeah. This been manifested for two. Fucking years ever since that line of match, I said to myself, I'm like, they better motherfucking win. I got money on this match. <laughs> like, I, I got money on this match between three people. And I'm like, yo, listen. I, I'm like, yo, listen. Young Bucks' heels are perfect as dicks. And I, you know what I'm saying? And they yeah. did it part. Obviously, they do the part very well. But for the Lucha Dragons, though, I mean, but for the Lucha Bros, though, oh my God. I'm telling you right here, right now. If they don't win, I'm a fucking riot. Me too. Me too. I agree with you. I feel I personally I've been saying this since day one of AEW, uh, since Dynamite started. Lucha Brothers should have been the first ever AEW World Tag Team Champions. Like I don't think mm-hmm. SCU should have won it the first time. I think the Lucha Brothers should have. Um, I mean, you can't knock on SCU either. I mean, yeah, I but like I wasn't. I was better them too, but like it's like I didn't think they needed that. I think the Lucha Brothers would have benefited more from it than SCU mm-hmm. did, but. I think this is their time because I'm surprised. What I'm also surprised at too is that um, they didn't bring up this this rivalry from two years ago. They didn't even bring up this match at all. They haven't all out in 2019 because that like, mm-hmm. I, I'm pretty sure like some people were like, oh yeah, that happened two years ago. Even though it wasn't for the AEW World Tag Team Championships, it still happened and it was still a ladder match. So I was like, right. okay, the match that they put on then and the match they can put on this. This, uh, this Sunday, um, I definitely see Lucha Brothers taking the W here and getting the titles. And, and it might it might correlate with, like, the Andrade match. Maybe Andrade, the, they don't turn on him then, but they, maybe he comes out um, during this match and helps them win. And then, then that's when they're like, okay, maybe I want to side with Andrade. Maybe they, that's when they officially form. Maybe, right, maybe, so maybe wait, after wait. the. So are we looking at the Lucha Bros as baby faces or or as they're, heels in this? Game? They're definitely the baby faces, but like once towards the end of the match happens, like I, I this is what I picture. So, okay. um, I, I instead of them turning during the pack match, maybe, maybe later on that night after this tag team match, if it happens second, they end up, you know, going through it somehow. Andrade comes through with Chavo, and they help them win. But like have nothing to do with the, the young bucks. You know what I mean? Like after they win, it's like, okay, maybe they get one more shot at the titles, and then they just further go with just join the group. The whole focus is just them forming with Andrade. And then eventually they'll, you know what I mean? It's like even though even and it probably wouldn't make sense if they turn heel and then face the young bucks. That's why I said maybe they get one more shot at it. Then mm-hmm. they just go like do their thing with Andrade. And maybe that's when they finally take off as the tag team champs and as a new group. 
then maybe okay, that's so when they could. Yeah, go, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead. Oh, oh yeah. So then, like, eventually, eventually, Pack and Andrade will continue their feud. Maybe that's when maybe Pack, as you said before, Pack may get his own new faction if that happens, and then that's when the feud happens between uh, Andrade and Lucha Brothers versus Pack and his new group for the next pay per view. Okay. Okay. So I got I got the Lucha Bros. Okay. So yeah. if I'm so if I'm gonna lose some money, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna lose on I'm gonna lose on some dignity shit. Meaning could be some top top maneuver office I mean, top maneuver yeah. off the top of the steel crash crowd pops somehow some way they're gonna use some moron from the elite to try to come out bring the color the geek is gonna yeah. come out and try to do some shit this makes make some sort of distraction and you know your bucks just might prevail that way or I'm gonna take a little spin off of what you were saying about Andrade during during you know, during the match but here but here's what I'm thinking that could happen if you really want them to really play K as heels, they're going to do some pretty heelish stuff during the match to let the fans know we're slowly about to turn bad guys. But then, on another token, young bucks turning baby faces while the elite are heels. Something yeah. I don't that I don't see the double switch happening during that match. I can't yeah. see that right now. You know what I'm saying? So I got to go against that. But what I am willing to decide with you is if Andrade came out and somehow he distracted Young Bucks or him and Chavo, um, Lucha Lucha Bros come out, do a bunch of super cases, shit like that, and somehow they they climb out or they walk out the ring, get the fuck out, win. And then they probably look at Andrade and like, yo, you really came out to help us. Meanwhile, Pac is in the back. There's his wounds because of his um his match before that when Andrade when he lost. And Pat's over there congratulating his boys. His boys probably looking at him the wrong way. And then they're just gonna just muddy up and jump him in the back. And then you slowly see Andrade see, I told you I get what I want, and then walk away. Definitely, man. No, that was, that's and you do all that in the same pay-per-view night. So when it comes, so when it comes to Wednesday, brand <sighs> new era. You know what I'm saying? Oh man, that would be you got now you got the tag team champions on your side. Now, now freshly heels to give more booze and shit like that, right? Yeah. Then you got trouble being the perfect interpreter. You know what I'm saying? So that so that's gonna oust um what's his face? Alex Uh, Alex. Um, Yeah, yep, so that's where Alex tell me he's gonna either speak for Pac, which Pac don't need well, Pac don't need no one to speak for him. Yeah, but he's yeah, gonna no box the list somewhere, so they're gonna put yeah. him with somebody else. Yeah, they'll put him somebody else. That that'll, that'll be that'll be cool too. Because I think if I was thinking the same thing, if the Lucha Bros do end up partnering with Andrade, they definitely don't need him anymore. It's like oh, he's probably gonna end up fading him out somewhere back to his like broadcast mm-hmm. thing. So that's yeah. probably that's a good idea too. I didn't think about that that way, but yeah, that, I feel like it's he's definitely gonna be involved with it somehow. Not like turning on hitting or getting beef with the elite, but just helping the the, the Lucha Brothers out. Yeah, I would definitely say Lucha Bros turn heel by choice. Yeah, not because he was forced to. They, yeah. They're saying, you know what? He is, you know, he is one of us. He is one of us. He is, you know, he is in you. He, you know, he is in Triple A. We have prior history with him before. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And this storyline time made me realize like yo they can pull the trigger at the pay-per-view itself and get the booze and shit like that from chicago which is the most living and living and faithful fans in wrestling yeah it's gonna really gonna be like 
within a snap of a finger, cheers all over the place. And I can see that. And I can smell that. That's great (laughs) psychology. Yeah, that is true. I mean, um, yeah, I I think somehow they're going to eventually tie in Andrade. That's my thing. I don't see them not doing it, but that's what I think is going to happen. But I still, either way, you have the Lucha Bros winning um, on your side, too. Like, I desperately want them to win the tie titles. They deserve this since day one. Yes. Yeah. So the next match... The next match is a for the women's championship. Britt Baker, DMD versus Chris Hatlander for the women's championship. I, 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 I mean, this also is another match that should have had a longer build up to it. Like it's, I think Britt Baker's winning regardless. It's too soon to get the title off of her. I don't think it's gonna happen right away. Um, I think it's gonna be uh, Britt Baker. What about you? What are your thoughts on this match? First and foremost, here's here here's the hell I would say. Britt Baker is Britt Baker issues an open challenge, right, to anyone in any company that says she already went through the the first meet in her current locker room. Why not extend it over to theirs? What if Jordy Grace would have walked out Ooh. and say, "You know what? Big she Mama was, she was somebody. Com- Big Mama Pump comes out and basically issues the challenge to Britt Baker for all out." Oh, people would have been like, oh my God, yes. That's what I was thinking of. But then when they did Chris Allen, I'm like, okay, fresh off an injury. She was a top, you know, a top baby face for that women's division anyway. Yeah. So I could see them going that way. And they and you know, they could have a great match, but Britt's still going to go over on her. But it's like afterwards, Besides Thunder Rosa and maybe Jay and maybe Jay Cargill, depending on how depending on how you book her, who yeah. else can you feel that could be like that can stand toe to toe with Brick and maybe maybe win? I mean, there's not many. Yeah, there's not many right now because it's still green. I mean, you know what Jordan, I'm saying? So I Jordan Grace was somebody who I thought that. of being in the uh, in the Battle Royal, um, but um, it, it would definitely be cool. It would definitely be interesting if like. Maybe they have a match, and then whoever wins the Battle Royal challenges Britt Baker that same night to kind of be like a kind of like similar to how the money in the bank works, but not really. Like, oh, I want the championship. I want it to happen tonight. So she talks to Tony Khan. Tony Khan books that match for that same night directly after that match with Statlander. And then whoever challenges her wins it. And then uh, there it goes. Um, there it goes that t- title. I don't know. I wouldn't, like I said, even though I don't want it to happen so soon with her getting the belt off of her. Um, it's probably isn't gonna happen, but I think that would be cool to see. Kind of like if it's a heel, a big heel, that's a definitely a heel way to book it. But um, and I'm, I'm I, this is also a match that should happen. So like, wait, yo Nick, yo Nick, hold on a second, but give me one second, give me one second. Okay, I'll pause it. Yep, we can do it. So, so that was I was saying like Britt Baker. I don't think it's her time to lose it right now. So I, I'm thinking this. Maybe like a 10, 15 minute match, and like, okay, on to the next opponent. Maybe they'll, you'll see a debut for her. So that way it could be built up for the next pay per view. But I don't think the title is getting taken off of her. It's definitely going to be. No. It's definitely not going to get taken off. Yeah. And I think there's still more questions that need to be answered before you would think about dropping the belt to somebody else. Yeah. So as of right now, I don't, I, I don't want to bash AEW's locker room. But that women's division is not there right now. They yeah. need a serenity. They need a few well-known trains to come in and help train these young male, these young, yeah. young female wrestlers. You know what I'm saying? So just not right now, I can see that happening. 
Yeah, like not they to win eleven unless you bring Chester Blanchard, which that would be something I'm just like, whoa, completely yeah. left field. I thought her and Charlotte just might go after each other in WWE, but I don't know if that rumor is going to be suffice. Um, so I can't see no one taking that belt off her. So she's going to have a lately championship run before she drops it to anybody else. Yeah, for sure. Um, it's I, I agree with you on the roster part. Like, they have the talent, but they're not being used well. To right. where like I think they should focus on doing that first and then have some decent challenges for Britt Baker. But definitely um, also the trainers too. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. The part of how they can manifest these these young wrestlers that we will say that's still trying to get on. It's like basically when you put them on television every week, it's like a go-out trial. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They just want to see what works, what didn't work. We bring you back to the gym. We work on the stuff that did work and try to Try to enhance that so we go yeah. back up here again. Like Serena Deeb is definitely that trainer, but um, I don't know where she's doing, but she hopefully she'll be a trainer. Hopefully, you know what I'm saying? that's why my like, Serena Deeb, uh, Beth Phoenix could have been a perfect, you know, saying like counselor and shit like that for that. There's yeah. other the other female wrestlers that can train these, um, that can train these young girls that can really whip them in the fucking shape, yeah, for sure, for sure, definitely. Um, but uh, I don't think, like I said, I'm, I'm just going to say it again. It's not her time to lose. I love Chris Statlander. I'm a big fan of Statlanders. Uh, she is also somebody who needs a lot of development first because as yeah. much as she as great of a talent she is, I think Chris Statlander needs more to build up her character and her style overall to be the top. Because yeah. she's also somebody like a, like a Ty Conte, as we, as we said before, someone could be both a top star and a mid-carder. But I, she's not 100% there as a main uh, superstar there yet. She could be, but not there yet. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't see her beating Britt Baker right now. Um, no. So I, I'm going to say Britt Baker. You had Britt Baker too for this match? Yeah. I got I got Britt Baker. D M D. You can't forget that. Exactly. <laughs> you can't right. forget that. Put the respect on that, man. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> Britt Baker, D M D. Have you seen the clip that she posted up on Twitter um, just like yesterday? My favorite, uh, my favorite patient, and who it was? Adam Cole. Oh, and I'm like, Adam Cole, baby. bro, the stars are fucking aligned. Like, what are y'all doing? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, the second to last match on the card for the AEW World Championship: Kenny Omega versus Christian Cage. Do you see Christian Cage taking the dollar belt off of Omega, or do you think Omega's retaining? Omega's retaining. Oh, yeah. oh listen, no, this, this, no, this is not. The perfect time. I mean, well, I can't say perfect time to lose all the belts, but it's always good every periodically that he loses a belt and he's completely championship less and he can take time off, you know what I'm saying? Injury wise, yeah. heal up and you know what I'm saying, get that rejuvenation, they come back. You know what I'm saying? So the way that they did it for Rampage, I mean, it was clever because I didn't expect that title match to be the opener yeah. for that. So that yeah. threw me the fuck off. I was like, whoa. They you you're usually traditional. You say the time after that last spot takes up twenty five good minutes. You should have a huge spike in ratings and people and viewers. Yeah. So when it did it there, I was like, okay, that's new. Yeah. But then I'm like, nah, can't still go in this shit, man. It's the very first rampage. You know what I'm saying? You want to start out with a big bang. I can understand that. That's cool. But then when he won, I was like, oh, that's. Ooh. 
was like, this is some old school NWA shit. TV. <laughs> yeah. Back in the day, and I, I had to really go back to certain clips that I had to look at him in the Monty Brown match. And I was like, okay, I see what they're doing. Yeah. Bring back that double seeds and shit like that in the crowd. <laughs> I'm with the shit, but ever since Omega's been kind of afraid of getting hit with that kill switch again, I think he's I think he's gonna post a dick gasly move in this case. I mean, you're still gonna have a great match. You're still yeah. gonna have a 4.5 or 4.75 star match somewhere. Might not go as planned, but they'll improvise on that. But yeah, um, this is just another great showcase for both men, especially Christian, that wants to outwork everyone, and he's and he's going to prove that again to y'all on pay per view. Where now there's no time restrictions. Now, yeah. now they can go do a half an hour match and really get the flow and the chemistry and the psychology of his yeah. of that match down pat. You, you're going to be like, yo, five stars. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I agree with that, but um, it's definitely not Christian Cage's time to win the belt, even though he's beaten him for the Impact one. I still think it's not the best time to get the AEW World Championship off Omega yet. Um, I'm nope. I still think that I still think Adam Page should still be the one to take the belt off of him, even though it happens later on. Um, I rather I rather I rather have Omega hold it for another year until Adam Page wins it and comes back and wins it. Um, but I also think. Um, that this might be the debut for Brian Danielson in AEW. I think that might be either to face either Kenny first or Christian Cage first. I don't know, but I think this might be the match where Brian Danielson debuts because he has and been in works and debuting. You're right. And you're right. I totally, I totally forgot about Brian Danielson somewhere, somewhere in that mix. But God, fucking damn it, man! Just <laughs> uh, now, just now, me thinking about that, I'm like. Oh yeah, you can stick to your original script. Kenny does win, right? Yeah. And as he's celebrating, Don Cows and shit like that in the rain, you see a new theme song hit. Daniel Bryan pops out, get, you know what I'm saying? Gets that pop. Yes. yes, yes, yes. And you just see Kenny or make his face kind of like sharp in disbelief, like yeah, another one. Hulk Hogan when he seen Roddy Piper come out in 1996 at uh, Halloween Havoc, and you're like. Yeah. What exactly? The American Dragon is back! Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> all these crazy ass pops and shit like that. I don't believe this. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So I can, yeah, I can see that happening. Then he can slowly get in the ring, or he can stay on top of the stage. But I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if he can even do the whole figure point yes thing. I'm not that's sure. Not- yeah, that's what I was thinking too. But the crowd's gonna do it anyways. What they really gonna do with that? So I don't know how he's gonna play this thing off. But they'll. I mean, but I think. Brian, Khan, Cody, and the rest of them, they're all smart. I think yeah. they'll figure out a way to weave the weave out of this so they can still get a shade of him, but not as the, the, the WWE. Daniel Bryan seen yeah. in WWE. Exactly. Because the, the, the crowd's still gonna chant it no matter what. But they're like you said, they're gonna find a way to to get past that and have them not right. chant that and anymore. You can't, right, you can't sue the crowd. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, you can't you can't tell them like stop yes, you know. <laughs> They're gonna do it. They're gonna do it anyways. They've been chanting CM Punk for how long? Yeah, and finally... right. And then people will, be, yeah, yeah. And then people will just hold up their signs and be like, "Yes, yes, and exactly." Just do that. That'd be <laughs> yeah. an easy way to get the fuck over. Yeah. So even I thought about that too. I'm like, you know, yeah. You, I mean, you're not really gonna stop them from doing that. Yeah. But you know, they're gonna want to be like, well, well, you want this trademark so bad? How much is it gonna cost you? Yeah. <laughs> God damn it, man! It's yeah. Just, 
Like, I mean, yeah, I, like, I, you I want some of our stuff, like you know, like, you know if, if you want some, it's in Christ. Yeah, and I said this on the, I said this, I said this on the podcast a while ago. It's like WWE is a pimp, <laughs> and the wrestlers are the prostitutes. And some people scorched at me because of that shit. I'm like, what is true? <laughs> yeah, really. I mean, it's it's you know what I'm not, saying. Like, yeah. don't blame me. Don't blame me because some aspect of real life is intertwined with the stories and shit like that, and how certain people view a company. Yeah. Don't blame me. Blame Vince McMahon for being the biggest pimp in the goddamn world. I remember New Jack City even said that. He said Vince yeah. McMahon is one of the biggest pimps in the wrestling industry. Once he's done with you, you're done. Yeah. And dumps you off somewhere the fuck else. What? And yeah. exactly what the fuck that he said came to fruition. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, God, yo, so God bless New Jack City, man. Because he was the one that said that. Yeah. I agree with that too. That that's the perfect way to put it too. That's the perfect way to put it. It's like the only way to describe him. Um, but yeah, I, I don't there definitely can't I don't know if that like that's that trademarked Daniel Bryan, but not Brian Danielson. So I don't I wasn't really too much familiar with Brian Danielson before WWE. But they'll find a way to change up his character to it, to where like maybe he's not oh, a babyface. Who knows? Oh, you know what I thought? What, what if Daniel Bryanson goes back to be the old him from from Ring of Honor? Yeah. And yeah. then you see that kind of like, oh my, oh, they're going to Stature Field, but they're bringing it up in it in 2021 to 2022, and yeah. all these geeks that's gonna fall in love with it. Yeah, and that's, how we, and that's like he's gonna win them over. Yeah, for sure. That's what I think. But um, yeah, I mean that that's the perfect one to do it. Just why as well as have him go to the top guy. I mean, they've done it with other superstars, yes, but I don't see any of these other matches, you know, involving Daniel Bryan with it. Unless it's the MJF one, maybe he comes after MJF if he wins. I don't know, but I think Kenny Omega is the one to do it. Um, but definitely the elite is gonna get some like we said with the tag team championships. I think the elite are gonna get involved with this for sure. Whether it's the Young Bucks, um, you know, the Jurassic Express is going to get involved. You know, it's going to be a whole brawl. Then maybe at the end, the ring is cleared, and then out comes Brian Danielson. Uh, and then he goes face to face with him, and then it's like, oh shit, it's, it's actually happening. He's here. Like, you know what I mean? And he, and he points exactly at that belt. Yeah. Like, I want boom, that. Boom. Boom. <laughs> crowd goes nuts and shit like that. And yeah. Kenny Omega is just selling the foul. Oh my God. These guys are really going after me. In some yeah, cases, you know, he can sell the shock factor. Sell the shock factor. I'm like, wow, he got the crowd. Hit, you know, what I'm saying, and this ain't even the first damn day. Yeah, because <laughs> it's it might as well. Like, I think that's the biggest way to do it. Like I said before, like a lot of the guys want to go after the belt, so I might as well go up and face the world champion. Um, even yeah, though yeah. I may not be like I said, like I really hope Adam Page doesn't want to take the belt off Omega. But I don't know how long Adam Page is going to be out for. Um, that's I mean, you, I mean, listen, right? Usually for this maternity leave and stuff like that, it'd be like a couple of months. Yeah, you know, what I'm saying for the men, the so women. Would you want like Brian Daniels? Like, would you want I mean, Brian Danielson to to get a shot right away and then just like that's it, and then back to I'm not saying that's it, but like you know, back to just doing other stuff, or you don't know, or or what they could do is smart. Kenny Omega, Daniel Bryan, Hangman, Adam Page, Triple Threat, Revolution for the title. I can see that happening that gave, too. And so like you still intertwine the original plan for Hangman, for Hangman and Kenny, but yeah. now you add Daniel Bryan into the mix. Who's who? 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 Who's going to slowly 
do his matches, you know what I'm saying, get their wings up. So he's yeah. rising up the ring. So therefore now we see him, you're like, okay, he's getting close. Now yeah. it's gonna be Kenny is gonna be like, nah, I'm not gonna win it. I'm not gonna win the face of both of y'all. Trying to pit these two together, these two's gonna be like, nah, fuck that. And look yeah. at Kenny and be like, he's the only man out and whoop the shit out of him. Then you get the stand out between Paige and Brian. Yeah. So now you're like, ooh, the super threat might actually work because these two is going to be so focused on each other. Kenny is going to weasel his way out to try to get that dope. And then you might never know. Yeah. And it helps protect Kenny. So he doesn't take the pinfall to lose. Yeah. And then that can set up another Daniel Bryan and Heyman Adam Page match for later. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I don't, I, there's so many possibilities that can happen. A lot of people are like, now are free agents, a lot of big names coming up in AEW now. So it's like, who knows how, like, who will show up. But I think Daniel Bryan, Bryan Danielson is definitely going to be the one. I think that's what's going to happen. Um, def- so I, I still say Omega winning it. Um, so who do you said you have Omega too winning it? I got, I still got, I still got, oh, I still got Kenny Omega winning it too. He, yeah, he retains. Yeah, I mean, I don't see Christian Cage taking. I'll be like, that'll be the biggest like shock factor that I've seen having Christian Cage take both belts off of Omega. Oh man, oh, man, I get. Well, the first one was kind of shocking already, which is in a good way. But like, I don't this think be shocking in a pretty mixed feeling way. Yeah, this would be a mixed feeling type of the way. People too, that, because definitely the Hangman Adam Page fans will go ballistic. Will I would <laughs> this thing and would be like, "What the fuck?" Like you know, saying this guy in the third and like, yeah. Oh. Damn, already it starts. And you got to yeah. live with that for the next few weeks. I don't think they're ready for that right now. Yeah, same. So, yeah, I got Omega for that, too. The last Correct. match, the last match is the match that we've been all been waiting for. The Ooh. match, the return of Chicago CM Punk. I swear, they, they're going to go insanely loud when that happens. Yo, like, I don't hey, think... yo, yo, and then first and foremost, shout out to our first lead of the podcast, Char C. She's going to be there at All Out. That I mean on oh, that cool. night, huh? So hey. she's gonna be there. So I told her when that CM Punk um interest hits, I better see a video. And she's like, I got you. So I'm like, <laughs> so I'm like, yo, listen, I'm expecting the full fledged meal of just the crowd erupting. I'm like, God, that, that gives me chills. Like, even yeah. I'm not even there. You know what I mean? That gives you chills down your spine. Yeah. But go ahead, man. I'm sorry. Shout no, yeah, so like, do you think that? CM Punk is going to win his first match. You think Darby Allen is going to afford a loss now, or this is a tough one? Because number one, they put this as the main event, so that really threw me the fuck off. So I was like, yeah. "Oh shit!" And I was like, "Well, that means my title is, is you know, it, 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 I said my OTTR championship is going to be defending that night. So I got to think about this extra clear and extra careful." I want to go with CM Punk because it is, it is going to be in his backyard. But Sun is telling me it's going to be Darby Allen because, number one, he lost the previous match. Yeah. So they're looking at him as kind of weak right now. And CM Punk has had no matches yet. But this is, as what he said in the promo before, I, I mean, like, this ain't me doing anything else. This is me trying to prove that I can still go. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So I think the wins and the losses really don't matter. And what the hell did he say the previous week before that? I'm here because of people like Darby Allen, um, Jungle Boy, um, Brian Pillman Jr., 
the locker room back there is crazy that he's not here trying to step on no one's toes. Yeah. But he's here trying to, but he's, he's trying to elevate the young guys. Yeah. And I'm going to follow his lead on this. So I'm going to say Darby for the win. Yeah. I'm, I got Darby's going to make him look, Darby's going to make him look like a million bucks, though. Oh, yeah. So, for sure. that's, so that's the constellation prize. Constellation yeah. prize for CM Punk is he's going to look better and people's going to be like, oh my God, he can still go. Now imagine he go against Omega. Now imagine that shit. Now, now imagine all the fancy booking possibilities. Now that that one match clearly states, even after seven years, he can still wrestle. And yeah, he can still I, him. I, I was going to say Darby Allen running it too, but like, like if I'm afraid that like if um they make him win, the crowd's gonna go like insane, make like start booing him like crazy. Because like I think everyone since it's in Chicago, I think everyone's gonna be behind punk and wanting him to win. Of course. So yeah, I think if course. they do that, I'm I'm afraid that they're gonna start booing him and like no, not no, enjoying no. I mean yeah, I mean I can see that, but his but I mean be but his in the way, right? Yeah, both of them are baby faces. So, so, so to see a punk is is going to get the more bigger pop than Darby is. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Even with Sting coming out with Darby, CM Punk is going to get the biggest pop. So yeah. no matter what, the fans are going to be split. But what? But what do we fans want out of anything? And yeah. it's two baby faces, so you can't see no one really getting no booze like that unless they do some type of heelish action and shit like that. Where I can see yeah. Darby doing it for like a couple of minutes, but other than that, he's gonna play it the way that he's been playing it before. Yeah. So I, I was gonna, I'm, I think it might be, I'm the real the reason why I'm saying CM Punk too is that I think that after seven and a half years of being out, I don't think they're gonna make him lose his first match back either. So I still got CM Punk on this. This is this is the one that's like, like you either go both sides on um so yeah i got cm punk i'm going with darby because there was something else that cm punk i said you say if i was 15 years old and watching darby allen he would have been my favorite wrestler yeah and you know and i think about that whole thing like if you're wrestling your favorite wrestler you're gonna want to bow down to whatever something he wants to do yeah and he's gonna be like you know what i can i can see me i come into your playground i'm swinging on your swing and you're looking at me the fuck's this man doing? Yeah. And CM Punk is looking at him like, oh, I just wanted to idolize you. I'm like, okay, yeah. cool. How are we going to do this? Yeah. This is the way to do it in this match. Make CM Punk look good like he'd never been before, but Darby still gets me with the win. They both they both walk away unscathed. Yeah. And then they just, you know what I'm saying, they dab each other up, handshake-wise. CM Punk will give the necessary time. Or Darby might be like, you know what? Nah, we in your backyard. You get the final moments. He rolls, you know, he rolls out the ring, goes to the back. CM Punk is still out there. No matter if he lost, he still won. Yeah. He went outside sure. the corporate machine, waited seven years, lost the love and passion for wrestling. Then within a year and a half of talking, keeping shit low-key, blah, 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 you see him pop out on AEW Rampage. Now you're thinking the back of yourself, okay, there's seven years. Seven years can do a lot of time for people because we didn't see Michael Jordan take seven years away from basketball. I mean, he took two years and then he went back for the second stick. So, father time waits for no man. So, I think he noticed that too. But he wants to help elevate the younger guys. Yeah, that is true. And that's what just kept bringing in my head. Help the younger guys. This isn't Hulk Hogan that we're talking about here. This is the rock that we're talking about here. This is CM Punk that we're talking about. The person that you...
quote that he dropped that they became a fan of his. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I'm telling them, go back to his earlier work. That's why I became a that's why I became a fan. Yeah. Because he was he he was a standout, he was different, he wasn't part of the WWE mold, but he made his role work and the fans respected it because they see what he saw. Yeah. And we and we see that now. Yeah. So I, I mean I'm I want for the people. I want for the wrestlers, I want for the fans, I want for the people. I think you just so, shaved my mind on that. <laughs> I think you just shaved my <laughs> mind. I think you persuaded me. It's that one go with Darby Allen too, actually. With that one. Right. So I'm and gonna I just feel like Darby is gonna get the rub off on CM Punk. Yeah. And that's gonna skyrocket him. Because as he's already been, he's been the new top hot selling baby face for this company. Yeah. And what better way to enhance him more by getting one over on the legend? Yeah, definitely. So yeah, yeah, I got actually got Darby down on that too. Actually, you just hear mind. <laughs> but yeah, that's actually the um, that's actually the last match on the card. Uh, thank you, uh, Blackheart, for coming on and doing this episode with me. Oh, man. great time, it's great conversation. Pleasure, man. Shout out, uh, before we end it, uh, give yourself a shout out. Where can people find you guys? Where can people listen to um off the top ropes? Man, you know who it is, Blackheart, the, the boss, the pod boss of OTTR, Off the Top Roast Podcast. You can follow us. Thank you for the 100 subscribers on YouTube. Congrats, thank man. you, thank you, thank you. Greatly appreciate that. And for the bottom of our hearts, thank you. Shout out to all the crew, you know, the Uncle Fast, the E-Deuce, the Mavericks, the Wise Ones, the Sharcees, Big Mike, Cyber Yeti, all of them, guys. Without them, we wouldn't, we wouldn't even be here. Follow us on YouTube. Audio versions, you can follow us on podcasts, Google Podcasts, Radio Public Podcasts, Breaker Podcasts, Audio, Spotify, Podbean, and every once in a while, we will be going live through the Spotify Green Room too, so you can catch us on there as well, every now and then, whenever certain things have suffice that we gotta go to that platform, we would do that, but, um, man, oh, and of course, you know, the t-shirts and, you know, so the sandals, uh, all on the bon- on, on, on Bonafide, I mean, Bonafide, B-O-N-F-I-R-E dot com slash store slash off the top rules podcast. And the sandals is www.decodeco.com slash off the top ropes. That's how you can find so us. Everyone go follow him on all those platforms. Uh, thank you again, bro, for coming on. Really a great time. Great conversation. Thank about you all for out. Nice, man, for bringing this up, <laughs> man. No problem, man. No problem, man. This is Nick again, your host, episode 48 of the Ring Fanatics podcast, and we will see you guys next time.